welcome to Occasionally Posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I am your girl, Chastity B. And I am Sunshine. Welcome to another episode. <sighs> woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you didn't catch last week, we talked, we did part two of Church Hurt, and it was amazing. So please go to our Facebook, YouTube, and check us out on most audio podcast platforms to hear that and the other episodes that we have done. And we are approaching one year. I have to look exactly what the date is, but we are approaching one year of doing this audio video podcast. So one one week this month, we're going to have to do something live and special. We'll keep y'all tuned, updated, whatever the word is. All right, but we always start with a whole play and try to be your first. Okay. <laughs> So my foreplay is, would you rather never feel physical pain or never feel emotional pain? That's hard. <laughs> I don't like physical pain. <laughs> but emotional pain usually lasts longer. Right. Well, depending. Yeah, depends. I guess physical pain. You would never rather feel physical pain. You would never want to feel physical pain. I don't know. Though. I don't have babies and surgeries. I might be all right. <laughs> emotional. Emotional. <laughs> I'm changing my mind. <laughs> That's what I'm going with, too. I'd rather never feel emotional pain ever again. Right, right, emotional right. Emotional hurt. Woo! Hurt down deep in your souls. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. And it takes way longer to get over. So yeah, I think I'll be well for some. It depends on the situation. Right. So yeah. But still some that people. physical pain, you can take some medicine. <laughs> I mean, you can take a drink for that emotional. It won't laugh forever. It won't laugh forever. This is true. This is true. Either way, you gotta figure out a solution to whatever the problem is. So <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Outside of the pills and the looking. Right, right. <laughs> well, you know, in our careers back in the day, we know plenty of people on a lot of pills. Right. This and is it very still very didn't matter. I wonder if that was really physical or if it was mentally, though. I don't know. That's another so conversation for another day. Right. This one dude that we uh we had, well, I had, I don't know if you knew him at Cambridge. I was about to say the name, I shouldn't do that. At this place we used to work at. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He was, he was, he was a veteran and he had really bad pain problems. And he was the first person that I learned what methadone was. And I remember that because whenever it was delivered, it didn't come in the regular delivery. Mm -hmm. It came special and you had to be 21 in order to receive it. I will mm -hmm. never forget that. And I was like, what the world is this stuff? <laughs> yep. I think it's the same one. <laughs> was he an amputee? No. Mm -mm. Oh, I'm thinking about somebody else. Okay. But he had methadone too. <laughs> but I will never forget that. I was like, because they said he used to have a drinking problem too. And I really don't understand the whole concept of taking people off drugs to put them on drugs. I don't really. Child, that. that's a different <laughs> story for a different day. If you a nurse, come on and explain it to us. Okay. okay. <laughs> that just boggles my mind. I, I guess one is it's the worst of two less of evils, whatever people say, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, if, you, 
if you are a nurse or a doctor out there that can come on and explain this to us, please do. Please do. They actually, we just had a situation and I'm not going into details. I don't know if I get in trouble for it, but there's a place in North Carolina um, that kind of got a bad rip. <laughs> I'm trying to be very careful um, because that's, they pretty much advertise it. Like, come here and you can get this. We do a medicine therapy or something. Like, it's a whole website. And they trying to bill, you know, people for it and stuff. But anywho, we're not going to go there. It's Let's go on to the next. <laughs> it's one of the same, but I'm passing a day. I'm just saying. Anywho, <laughs> mine is. <laughs> Shut up. Mine is, would you rather manipulate or be manipulated? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wanted to choose choose the less evil. No, I am. I would rather manipulate than to be manipulated. <laughs> Same. Same. I really don't think I could be manipulated, but most of the time when you're being manipulated, you really don't know don't it. Know. Right. I don't think I could, but hey, there's some crazy things that can happen, especially if it's manipulation within a relationship. Right. Yeah, exactly. you get clouded by that love and lust and you know stuff and, and all that yeah all that stuff that make you sweat it and all that right 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 <laughs> right <laughs> you know so but yeah i agree i read the mini i don't really want to manipulate nobody but like you said less of the two evils <laughs> i had to choose one i would rather be the one doing the manipulation <laughs> right right I was on it. i'm pretty I sure will i pray. I will pray whatever I'm manipulating you for is something like lighthearted. Like, maybe. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Like, it might be lighthearted. Like, you know, something that ain't going to hurt you down in your deep corners of your soul manipulation. In the pits. In the pits. (laughs) If I'm going to be doing the manipulation, it's going to hurt you, baby. It's going to hurt you. Oh, (laughs) Lord. She said, go hard or go home in these streets, okay? <laughs> well, they say YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, we are, got an interesting topic tonight, and I'm letting Chassie B take the lead, so go for it. So I'm piggybacking off of what Sunshine just said about um, being manipulated. Oh, sorry. My computer's at first. Being manipulated and or doing the manipulation and I mm-hmm. feel like this right here would be a good lead way into that or whatever mm-hmm. so anyway this topic came from off of a safe place inside your head and they're on Instagram it's called a safe place inside your head and they had a bunch of interesting topics that um I think a lot of people deal with in relationships whether it's mm-hmm. friendships or your significant other or whatever. So the first one was gaslighting. And gaslighting is a manipulation tactic in which a person, in order to gain more power, makes a victim question their own reality or sanity. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dealt with it? I don't know. Maybe as you talk about it more in a light bulb, but I don't know yet. I don't know. <laughs> so somebody that um, is a gaslighter, they tell blatant lies I always try to mess up that word to or about you and to and about others Mm -hmm. they deny they ever said or did anything even though you have proof Mm -hmm. they make you question your own reality 
they use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. Mm-hmm. They wear you down over time. They throw in positive reinforcement to confuse you. They use confusion to weaken you. They project their own shortcomings or misdeeds onto you. Mm. They try to align people against you. They tell you or others that you are crazy. Mm -hmm. They tell everyone else and tell you everyone else is a liar. Mm. Gaslighting only works when the victim isn't aware of what's going on. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't agree. I don't agree with that either. That's why I didn't read that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, my bad. So I know you said... I know you said within relationships, but as you was reading it, I could think of how that has happened to me in a work environment. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah, I can't. Because like, like, we have said this before, not just on our podcast, but podcasts that we have guests on is that it's something about you being a go-getter that bothers people. Like, oh yeah, to the point, I don't really understand it like, whenever I get a job, I don't apply for a job, interview, get hired to be in that position. Like I'm always trying to figure out what work can I do to move up? Like what can I do to grow, learn, you know, feed off of people, ask questions, things of that nature. And it always worked in my favor because I don't, I don't, I'm not afraid to learn new things. I'm not afraid to put my feet out there, you know, put myself out there, things of that nature. And I've worked with some people and I hate to say this because people probably gonna say I'm discriminating, but especially older women than you who have been there forever, <laughs> but you swoop in <laughs> and you start working it, working it, just going at it. They got a problem with it. <laughs> like, so as you were reading that, I was thinking of some times where I, woo, oh, honey, because that, that, that jury was really out there gaslighting. <laughs> Honey, I've had people straight up lot like especially not especially when I was in a I, I came straight out of high school and I I didn't go straight to college I went to work I got my CNAs in high school so I was like I'm gonna take a little bit of time just enjoy life having the rules you know living YOLO and or whatever and the very first job that I ever got I started as that CNA but then I moved up to a med tech and then they say no I was a receptionist and then I was in the, I was over the business office right this all happened with like a year and a half. I'm not trying to brag by no means, but but all would happen within a year and a half. But so the women who've been working there about 15 years, they said I was messing up their paycheck. I was sleeping with their man. I was <laughs> disrespecting them. And, and all this stuff pulling me into the office, reporting it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, exactly don't, be mad. don't be mad at me because I came in here to work and you didn't. You could have done the same thing I did. Right. They don't want to. They don't want to. Because I'm pretty sure some of those same people was there whenever I went there many moons later. Mm-hmm. And was still acting the same way because they used to gaslight the hell out of me too. Right, right, honey. And we're just straight up like, I mean, you know you paid it when you call it. I was talking about I'm speaking. I'm very disrespectful to you and your man. And we're in a business setting. Where, Girl, where, where they do that at? <laughs> where they do that at? But anywho, I don't want to get too off topic. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your man here, ma'am? Anyway. <laughs> <Bad boy. laughs> so the next one is love bombing. Mm. So love bombing is a manipulation tactic that happens when someone overwhelms you with affection, ador- adoration, adoration, how do you say it? Gifts. Adoration. 
<laughs> Overwhelms you with affection, adoration, gifts, and love in order to gain control of your behaviors. Someone trying to love bomb you may lavish you with gifts. Mm-hmm. They may give you constant praise and adoration. Mm-hmm. Want to be in constant communication with you. And they get upset when you implement boundaries. Mm. Honey, let me tell you, I had a love bombing relationship and it was gifts. It was straight up gifts. Mm. And looking back now, I was like, that's why I was so doggone miserable now that I think about it because the gifts blinded me. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Can you love bomb with uh your sexual parts? You know what? I think <laughs> I think so too. As you was reading it, I'm just saying some people get wit. You know, people be joking about you being peed whip and deed whip. Right. <laughs> Trying to get a PG version. Uh, but I think it's a real thing. It is. It yeah. Um, I don't know if you listen to um Jasmine Sullivan. Is it Jasmine Sullivan? Hotels. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's one interlude on there where Ari Lennox is um talking. Gosh, I wish I could remember that one. But basically, that's pretty much what she said. Is mm-hmm. like his was so good that she didn't care, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And people were saying, you know, you crazy. And she's like, I don't care. That is <laughs> amazing. Okay. <laughs> uh May zing. <laughs> so yeah, you can definitely love bomb with your genital areas. I never even thought about that. Great job, sunshine. <laughs> my, bad. Yeah, yeah. my question is like, what is the what is the? I mean, I know the answer to this, but when somebody is love bombing, what is the overall goal? I think, like they said, um, in Oops. And the thing is the game control. Okay. I just what I think. And then I think it's like a type of manipulation. It's also like whenever I think about the time whenever I was love bombed, I think that it came from a point of their insecurity. Mm-hmm. And they was trying to make me feel bad for their insecurity. <laughs> So they was like, I love you. Why don't you love me the way that I love you? And that's how I like yeah, looking back die, at bro. it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but like looking back at it now, I feel like that's what it was. It was like a manipulation and it was their own insecurity. So do you feel like you can do this and not realize you realize it's a form of manipulation? Or do you feel like they know what they're doing? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it could go either way, but I'm just saying. Right. Do you feel like it's an instance where people doing this and just their insecurities just bringing this out of them and they don't realize it? That's possible. I I think it's possible. <laughs> I'm just trying to like think back to my situation because like looking back at it, I think that a lot of um, things that he done was very manipulative but I don't know that if he was intentionally manipulative mm-hmm. or if it was just the insecurity, like just taking over and right. 
he was just trying to feel secure in himself. But like he he did a lot to like um make certain make me feel bad about situations, make me not yeah. do things because yeah. I didn't want him to feel bad and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think they don't know. <laughs> I ain't gonna say everybody don't know because some people right. know what they're doing in these streets, yeah. but right. I know a lot of especially in our communities, a lot of people don't know how to love or they grew up around, you know, situations where they didn't see the tr- a true love mm-hmm. or seeing a toxic love, whatever the case may be. So um, I feel like some of these things that do happen can be unintentional. The issue comes in is where you try to tell someone that this is what's happening and they just saying, nah, you tripping. Right. <laughs> That's the problem. Right. They're like, no, but I love you. <laughs> exactly. I just want to show you I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they said, right. like I said, they get upset when you implement boundaries. So yeah. when you tell, when you try to tell a love bomber to slow down or implement any kind of boundary with them, they get upset. They can mm-hmm. present it this can present itself as them declaring that you don't care about them or that you don't love them. Mm. That's rough, which is weird. You know, a lot of people communicate that way. Like just because I'm telling you something is wrong, that means you don't love me. But if you with someone, and especially if you in it for the long haul, if you're not in for the long haul, it really don't matter. Right. But if you're in it for the long haul, why can't we communicate and it not, hindered it not affect or feel like you down in a whole relationship right <laughs> like, and I feel like all people do that but I feel like especially just it's my opinion men mm-hmm. like especially like honey you tell them one little thing wrong and it's they like you don't love me I guess everything that I do is wrong or I can't do nothing right or you ain't I'm like ain't shows up in close relationships romantic partnerships friendships professional relationships or family relationships someone trying to guilt trip you may point out their own efforts and and hard work to make you feel as if you've fallen short Mm -hmm. make sarcastic or passive aggressive remarks about the situation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ignore the your efforts to talk about the problem give you the silent treatment Mm-hmm. Deny their irration, deny their irration, though their actions tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Show no interest in doing anything to improve their situation themselves. Use body language to communicate their displeasure by sighing, crossing their arms, or slap, slamming objects down. Calling out guilt tripping when you notice it is one of the most effective ways to combat it. Mm. Mm. I need to do that now. (laughs) 
I got this work chick, but woo! We, I was talking about her today. I was like, I can't stand that passive aggressive attitude. Mm. It's like she always play that role of I'm a clueless victim. Oof. I and I can't. Oof. I can't stand it. I, I can't, can't either. And then make these little like side, like don't say it directly to you. Like make these little side sarcastic marks. Like, mm, must I'm like be shit. nice. <laughs> yes, bitch, it is nice. It is nice. I'll go on it. I just can't. I just can't. But I feel like everybody has played the guilt trip. Like that's what I was going to say. And we being real, we all done done this sometime, form, fashion, another somewhere. <laughs> I done done it on my kids recently. <laughs> we have all done it. I know I'm guilty it. of it. <laughs> but I mean, but for the most part, if you somebody with a little, you know, if you said in reality, I'm trying to be careful with my words. If you say in reality, for the most part, you know when you playing that role, right? <laughs> it's the people who be like, "I ain't do that." Real yes, cool. you did. <laughs> you know you did. That's why they say you should call them out whenever they're doing it, right there yeah. in the moment. My problem is how it like it depends on who they are and where you at. Because how I might call you out, Chase B. I might can't do that at work. I'll be fired. Okay. <laughs> I might be fired. You know what? I don't so how know. do you how do you call somebody out on this in a professional setting when you're not their boss, manager, supervisor? Mm. <laughs> I don't know because I, I probably wouldn't like if they push me to the point where I'm just like over it. I don't care who's the boss, secretary, president, CEO. I'm going to call you out on your BS. Right. And I think sometimes like um, you could like just lay down like this is what was done. This is what you've done. This is how it's supposed to, you know, like. Right. Straight by the book type of thing. Like this is what we said we was going to do. This is what right. you said you was going to do. This is what you did not do. And this right. is what you're claiming that you did that you did not do. Right. <laughs> it's just harder for people like, you know, I know people hate for us to pull this card, but for a black woman, you know, we get seen so much as the angry black woman that it's hard to find when you're in a corporate setting, like I work for a corporate operation, like it's hard to find that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> at least for me like because you know i don't want one person to take me there and i'm pulled into the office but at the same time you're not about to play me either. <laughs> like right. so it's hard to find that little line without getting in trouble <laughs> one of the things that i try that i've been trying to do is like absolutely forget about that whole angry black lady because why is it that my caucasian counterparts can get angry and say whatever is on their mind, but I have to hold back because I don't want to be perceived as angry. If you right. perceive me as angry, that is you. I'm just right. stating facts on how I feel or what is going on in this situation. And if you feel that I'm coming off angry, that's your own perception. That's not mine. You right. You right. It's hard, but we got to try to do it because it's You're not right. fair. It it's ain't. not fair. It's not at all. And I actually work for a pretty diverse company, so it probably wouldn't be the issue. But it's just embedded in my brain that you, and that's just, I mean, even growing up, I've had people tell me in my family, you know, you got to be careful how you respond to people. You got to be careful how you show yourself and things of that nature. And that's more taught to 
us in our communities than it is to other people. Other people I talk, be yourself, be free, right? Be whatever. <laughs> so it's hard to like get out of that old school mentality of we are all equals because number one, it ain't always the case. And number two, we were taught to shut up. Right. <laughs> for, for years. For right. years. And it's hard to like just be just because we're adults, be like, I'm not gonna live like that anymore because that's what's what was embedded in our heads. Like right. Exactly. Totally understand. <laughs> All right. So the next one is nagging. So nagging is when a person tries to manipulate you into feeling bad about yourself. Nagging happens in a diff- in a few different ways. So they give backhanded compliments. Well, don't you look fabulous? I would never be brave enough to wear my hair Ooh, like that. I hate it. Ooh, I hate it. Shape. Honey, I want to speak on that one first. Like I mm. want to stop right there because I do not understand why whenever a, a plus size woman wears an outfit, people say, mm, I like your confidence. Why? Why do you have I to say that? I done heard it. I done been that woman. Oh man, you brave. I like that. I wish I had your uh your confidence. Well, your confidence. Or you you pretty for a big girl. That is so not a compliment. Like right. Right. So <laughs> chop them backhanded compliments. And I've been guilty of it in the past and didn't realize that it sounded backhanded until like now I got right. older and I'm like, that was so stupid to say. Right. So you know, live and learn, people, live and learn. If you're gonna give a compliment, give a compliment. Just say, you know, that looks good. Mm-hmm. Don't say I wish I had the confidence to wear that. Just tell the, the person they, they look, look good. good. Be done with it. Right. Keep it moving. Okay. They compare you to other people. Your sister is is in such great shape. You should take a cue from her and start working out. I wish the, the hell disrespect. somebody would tell me that. The <laughs> disrespect. And then the next one is they're always just joking when you call them on it. Lighten up. Where's your sense of humor? It you was know, just a joke. I don't mean no harm. I keep hating the brain racing this. But white men are bad for that. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Ooh, I'm just saying. I, don't, I never heard that said to me by it, but I have heard it so much. Like, oh, I'm just joking, dude. Lighten up. Like, no. You know that was not. No. <laughs> Fix your mouth. Honey, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Didn't even think about that, but yes. They are the worst. And bullies. Bullies will do that too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The per- the bully that I was thinking about um was a white man. But anyway, ah! <laughs> Look at All right. They insult you under the guise of under the disguise of constructive criticism. Y'all cannot read today. That report was terrible, but the subject is completely over your head after all. They don't even sound like a constructive criticism. They just sound rude. (laughs) (laughs) That was just the insult altogether. That wasn't even constructive criticism. Okay. They disguise insults as questions. Don't that don't take this the wrong way, but are you really going to eat all that by yourself? Yes, I'm gonna eat all these tacos by myself. (laughs) I know I just ordered six dollar tacos. 
I didn't say it quite like that, but I did say, I'm saying, you really going to eat all that? You said, show is. <laughs> but hey, what I said ain't what you say is how you say it. You're right. <laughs> and then they make you feel sorry for voicing concerns by minimizing their mistreatment. Mm. Mm, make I, you feel like you tripping. Right. You being paranoid. You whatever. Like it took me a long time to understand this, but one thing I was taught growing up in the in the church is that sometimes what you do may not be wrong per se, um, but if it hurts that person's feelings, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I used to be like, they just no, they just need to get it together. I mean, it ain't my fault they took it wrong. Mm -hmm. But the more I grow up, the more I understand that. So right. as you read that, like, they make you feel sorry for voicing your concerns by minis- minimizing their mistreatment. Just because it, just because you felt like it wasn't wrong doesn't mean you shouldn't be like, you know, that it wasn't my intention. I'm sorry if it hurt your feelings. Right. <laughs> and I feel like as grown people, we need to take more accountability for what we do. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sorry, I didn't mean to get preachy. No, that was good, girl. <laughs> <laughs> This one, emotional blackmail. Uh, nay. So emotional blackmail is a dysfunctional form of manipulation that people use to place demands and threaten victims to get what they want. The undertone of emotional blackmail is if you don't do what I want, when I want it, you will suffer. Mm. The emotional blackmailer typically does not have any other coping or go-to methods for how to communicate and interact in a healthy manner. They fall back to stonewalling, slamming doors, threatening, and engaging in other damaging behaviors to get what they want. They typically do not have the tools available to understand how to convey their needs. So some examples of an emotional blackmailer, sorry, is um, if you ever stop loving me, I will kill you. Kill myself. Okay, I oh sorry, kill myself. <laughs> you die, key. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've already discussed this with our pastor or whatever, and they agree that you are being unreasonable. Mm. Please. I've taken this vacation. I'm taking this vacation with or without you. I don't think mm. that's emotional blackmail, but okay. Well, I mean, I can see it. <laughs> I, can see it. <laughs> I guess it depends on the circumstances. Yeah, it depends yeah. on the conversation. How can you say you love me and still be friends with them? Honey, I done heard that before. That one. I, and that right there just goes down to even friendships. <clears throat> because some people feel like just because I don't like somebody that they can't be friends with them. But I don't necessarily feel like that. You can be your own person. Honey. You can be right. Your own and person. just because... <clears throat> Um, I was listening to something one day and somebody was like, why would you be friends with somebody that hurt me like that? But my thing is, I'm pretty sure everybody done hurt somebody in their life. So why, mm-hmm. are, why are we friends with anybody at the, at the end right. of the day? Right. And just because somebody treats you one way doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to treat the next person that way. Right. Right. Yeah. But. Yeah, I definitely feel like emotional blackmail is definitely real. But I mean, for especially in abusive type relationships, mm-hmm. I can definitely see that being, you know, the case. Um, yeah, <laughs> you see, 
it's definitely a bad form of manipulation at the end of the day. All of this is bad forms of manipulation. Right. My computer is acting crazy today. Okay. So then it says the mental impact of manipulation. Someone who is a is the victim of manipulation may feel depressed, develop anxiety, develop unhealthy coping patterns, constantly try to please the manipulative person, lie about their feelings, put another person's needs before their own, <clears throat> find it difficult to trust others. In some cases, manipulation can be persuasive that it causes a victim to question their perception of reality. Facts. Facts. Sure. 100 facts. I don't feel bullet A, B, C. <laughs> 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 all of the above all of them, all of them, okay all of them. i ain't gonna say i constantly try to please i ain't gonna say i ain't never tried to please a manipulative person but i definitely made my breaking point like if them <laughs> i ain't gonna say that I, i'm saying if them and i'm gonna leave them alone but you know it's levels to it it's levels to it. Through <laughs> your feelings, doggone it. I'm mm. over here eating this hostess daddy cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I but I'll take a cake. You had the cheesecake part though. <laughs> All right. So how to how to deal with manipulative people? Disengage. So if someone is trying to get a particular emotional response from you, choose not to give it to them. For example, if a manipulative friend is known to flatter you before asking for a favor, don't play alone. Rather, reply politely and shift the conversation. Uh, nay, I've done that. They just happened to me last week. I got promoted at work and only about two people, two to three people said congratulations. But then as soon as somebody needed something from me, Oh, congratulations on your promotion. And by the way, I need you to do this. But then say congratulations in the in the midst of it. Honey, bye. <laughs> bye. Look, congratulations. Do you need an assistant? <laughs> sometimes it's hard to disengage though. Like sometimes when somebody's trying to bring emotion emotions out of you you may not give the emotional response that they wanted from that but it's hard to be like okay i'm not gonna let them take me there i'm just gonna move on or disengage like you're gonna get them emotional response okay right. Right. <laughs> but, sometimes, but sometimes it's just all in the face it's that facial response like Okay. All right. So the next one is how to deal with the manipulative people is be confident. Sometimes manipulation may include one person's attempt to cause another person to doubt their abilities, intuitions, or even reality. This can wear us down over time and actually cause us to question these things in ourselves. If this happens often in a close relationship, it is probably best to step away. And I had I had that where I was questioning my abilities and I was like, maybe I can't do this. Mm -hmm. So I know how that is. Yeah, yeah. Or questioning yourself, like, 
even though they're the one that the problem you trying to make it you start feeling like you're the problem right that happens a lot that happens a lot especially if they got all these these things together wrapped in one like if you got somebody love bombing you but then manipulating you like to this degree at the same time right like especially in relationships for women we start telling ourselves well he does do this and he does do that and he's real good at this even though ain't none of it healthy but in your mind you like i'm not gonna get this nowhere else so i might as well just take this good and bad together even though it's all bad but it's 90 percent bad it's only 10 percent good right (laughs) but in our mind we like ain't nobody else gonna buy me a gucci bag every month or ain't nobody else gonna watch my kids while i go out with the girls or ain't nobody else gonna you know what i'm saying we get that in our mind and then we just like this is the best i can do right (laughs) And then society, so like the internet and then society, the way that they view things, it makes you, the society is very manipulative as a whole. The internet is very manipulative as a whole. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just going to leave it at that. And that's why a lot of people, even if they're in relationships that they probably need to get out of, it's hard for them to get out of because of what everybody portrays a relationship to be. And they be like, right, right. you right. <laughs> But then another way to deal with the manipulative people, manipulative people, (laughs) address the situation, call out the manipulative behavior as it's happening, keeping the focus on how the other person's actions are affecting you rather than starting with an accusatory, I got it right, accusatory (laughs) statement (laughs) may also help you reach a resolution while emphasizing that their manipulative tactics won't work won't on work you. On you. Do you really feel like like addressing it in the moment mm. works all the time? Mm-mm. Like, I know people say that, like, nip it in the bud. That's what you hear, nip it in the bud. But sometimes if you're at a certain emotional point of a conversation, an argument, a disagreement, you ain't heard nothing nobody said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm. The problem mm-hmm. is, I know for me in particular, and I'm sure for other people, the problem is finding that equal balance of when you are supposed to address it. Like, it's very easy to just be like, this happened yesterday, but now we good today. Let's not talk about it. Right. <laughs> right. And, and I don't think that, that right there is good. I, um, actually, I was listening to some podcasts. I can't remember whose podcast it was, but they had a... Uh, um, couples therapist on there and they had asked him like whenever you're in a disagreement with your partner or um having an argument or whatever how long should you wait before you have that conversation mm-hmm. and he said 30 minutes and I was in when I listened to it I was like 30 minutes bullshit because I'm still mad right. I'm still in my feelings but it kind of makes sense to go ahead and have it I, I wouldn't say 30 minutes but I think within like that 24 hour time time span, it needs to be had. And I, right. I think too often we are all guilty of, okay, it's it's okay now. So we're not going to have this conversation. Right. Because right. I know I was very, very guilty. And then whenever I finally get to like my breaking point, I'm bringing up from six months ago. Honey, <laughs> that part. They only know what you talk about. I done right. done that. <laughs> 
What are you talking about? You remember May the 23rd, 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down right here. You left the dishes on the counter. <laughs> that part. So then, okay, so then in the, the next slide, you're not alone. Here are a few ways that you can help yourself. Trust your gut. If you feel like you are being manipulated, try to trust your feeling. Many times manipulators can make us question our own reality. Try mm -hmm. to harness how you're feeling. Do this by keeping a journal, if you can, to express your own feelings. Reach out to a professional, which is something that we say all the time. Um, call yes. the lady. Call, call the lady. The out to the <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says sharing your emotions with someone who can help you process and validate what you are going through can help you see light in even the darkest of times. And it's very important that you speak to a therapist or a professional rather than speaking to your friends, because although friends are sometimes openly honest with each other, sometimes right. we still be like, girl, you know, you right. You right. <laughs> and they, they be wrong. <laughs> right. But sometimes friends just give bad advice overall. Like it's not that they mean to. It's not that they trying to take your side. They just give bad. I mean, let's just be real. Like we just either we haven't been in that situation or we currently in that situation ourselves or whatever the case may be. And we have a skewed view. Right. So, I mean, it might help you in the moment. Like, yeah, my girl's got my back. I, but it's like. But it's like when people say, like, you go to your single friends to get married advice, which I don't agree with that. But that's just an example of mm -hmm. how, I mean, you know, Chastity could give me advice to an extent, but she's never been married. So it's some things I can't always get from her. Right. I'd be, be like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> right. I'd be, like, be like, do you want the single advice? <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people are not like you. A lot of people would just give advice anyway, even though they know it's not their avenue. So it's just bad advice, like, overall. Right. So, right. so definitely yes reach out talk to the lady okay talk to the lady and then it also has a text um thing that you can text to we ain't sponsored by them so i ain't gonna read it because no. i don't know <laughs> you stop sharing no. <laughs> and then it also says confide in someone you trust the benefits of confiding in someone in your life are twofold you can find an ally in your corner to process what you're going through and you can spend some quality time away from the person who is manipulating you. Try mm -hmm. to build a core group of people who you know will always have your back. So even those friends that sometimes give the bad advice, they are mm -hmm. still some good outlets for that moment, but you mm -hmm. should still also reach out to a professional. Mm -hmm. That's some really good information. It is. Uh, I, I, I also want to, maybe we can bring it up next time, but I want to, um, do they have any like, like virtual tests or something that you can take to know if you're being gaslighted, I wonder, or love bombed, or maybe some resources we need to Google and bring to the next podcast. Yeah, that's something we can look up. And if y'all <laughs> see something, let us know. Let us know. That'd be good to take that test to see if i'm a gaslighter or a love bomber i ain't no love bomber i ain't here to tell you i love you too many times you ain't saying it back to me doggone it <laughs> it ain't gonna always be that they not saying it back sometimes they saying it back but they may be in their mind like all right i done told you 
25 times ago. It ain't changed in these 25 times. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just love you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like whenever you be kissing on your babies when you got a newborn, you like, I just love you. And the baby's like, Honey, Jason be tired of me. I'll be, kids, give me kids. Come here, give me kids. Come on, baby. Give me, give me, give me, give me. I'll be doing it all the time. I know he be tired of me. <laughs> they just be like, Really, mama? Yeah, really. All right. right. So that's it for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good information. <laughs> um, anybody has any insight on any of the information, please let us know. Again, if you are a nurse, doctor, nurse practitioner, specialist, or whatever on some of these topics of manipulation or whatever we was talking about earlier. Gaslighting, love bombing. Yeah, um, yeah. All that stuff. Let us know. Good. Um good. and it was good. Yeah. It was good. I thought, I thought that it was going to be longer than that. I should have said some more stuff. <laughs> yeah, it went by fast. Right, it was less than an hour. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when I'm in control. It's less than an hour. Oh, what you trying to say, huh? <laughs> what you trying to say? Well, I guess we'll just let it be. A sh- I was trying to say I could find something right quick. We'll let it be a short episode. Oh, go ahead and find something. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll let it be short this week. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in. We may or may be live next week on our Facebook page. We figure out what we're doing. Um, but, <laughs> but make sure to go follow us on our Facebook page, our Instagram page. Subscribe to us on YouTube. I know I say this every week. Um, please rate us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora. We need y'all's validation. If y'all don't if y'all don't give us five stars, that means that y'all don't love us. If y'all <laughs> manipulation at its best. Example. Example A. But yeah, just let us know. Also, if you want to be a guest on our podcast, let us know. You can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, or you can email us at occasionallyposh at gmail.com. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and bye-bye.